Hello, you're listening to The Dollop. This is an American history podcast. Each week, I read a story from American history to my friend. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Why? That's just how it had kind of... Why? That's just how we sort of landed on it, organically. You know? The first one we did was Cliven Bundy. And then, after that, I don't know, just sort of like... What, how are you already disinterested in what you just asked me? Why? Uh, I'm not playing the wise. No. Why? Nope. I don't, I got into this with my niece the other day. I'm not doing it. Why? I know. That is a good opportunity to do another one. <laughs> God, you want to look at a dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Guerra. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. <laughs> you are there. Queen Fakey of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. I see done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> Super weird today. Super weird vibe from you so uh, far. I'm tired and, uh, you know. I'm just... tired. It's just days of going out and uh, looking for Pokemon with my kid. Uh, it, uh, how's that going? Well, we found some big ones, I'll tell you that right now. See, that, that's what matters. We woke up the other day and there was a Dragino, Dragito. Sure. Uh, right, out, right outside. Apparently he's the third rarest Pokemon in the world. And what'd you guys do to him? Uh, I, I caught him. Okay. Uh, he's, then- we captured him. He's in our, uh, he's in our phone now. Oh. Or, or on my kid's iPad. Same account. We share an account. Well, the point is, everything sounds fine and normal here. I am on orders when I go to Australia to catch a rare uh, Australian Pokemon that only exists in Australia. Oh, yeah. Well, while we're there, I mean, you may as well see all the sites, get that quokka cage, and then pick up a digital bird or whatever. <laughs> I mean, look, we're all living we're all living life the way we're supposed to. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I did like how that guy did that because he wanted kids to go outside and play more, and I love that that's a thing. It, we have to make video games to get kids to go we outside did, and play. It it's working, people though. To get They're all over the place. They're it running is. around everywhere I went. It's dads and their and their. Sons. And now I miss the days when the kids were staying inside and not playing. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Can I get a fist bump? Shut it down. Bam. 1933. Okay. Peacetime. Peacetime? I don't know. I just said that. Okay. Three respected science magazines, Science, Scientific American, and Popular Mechanics published articles about a new threat to mankind. <laughs> already already tasty, David. This was worse than the Dust Bowl or the rise of Nazi Germany or the Great Depression. Oh, gosh. Black Widow spiders were coming. Oh, well, they are bad spiders. The Popular Mechanics article was titled, The Black Widow Spider, Public Enemy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Not fucking around. Yeah. Quote, it is now recognized that, drop for drop, the venom of the female Lacrodectus uh, macrons is far deadlier than that of the diamond black rattlesnake. Who can? Who we finally aren't afraid of anymore. Finally we get past the snake and now there's a spider. But they are terrible spiders, black widow spiders. They're... So... Look, you can get bit by a black widow spider and be fine. Your hand will swell up a little bit. It, there are one, bites of worse. Well, it's than also others. I don't. Yeah, but they're. I'm, <laughs> okay, it's keep not going. a great spider to be bitten. No, by. I'm just curious how but we get to that. This. Right. 
Fatalities from the bite of this eight-legged killer have been reported in 17 states, five persons having died in Texas last summer. Uh, that's very suspicious reporting. Why? That you just not that many people die from black widow spiders. Yeah. And if they were, they were in Texas. And I've seen, I've literally seen Texans be crazy with spiders, where they're like, just, the, some of the spiders there are nuts. And my ex-girlfriend's, like, uh, uncle took a cup, like, put a cup over a spider through the web once, and it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I don't know it's if a good that was, story. I don't know if that was a good story. What What makes a story? Well, it seems like that might a have be- been, or how are you? A beginning, you- they always say a story needs a beginning. Right. Got it. Okay, fair. The black, great Black Widow spider scare had begun. Newspapers then picked up and ran with it. From the San Bernardino County Sun, July 27, 1934. Headline, Use broom to destroy Black Widow spiders, urge state entomologists. They're, they are very afraid of brooms. That is the Achilles heel. And then the article went on to de- detail how you should kill a, a spider with a broom. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely... The, yeah, for sure. Kill it with a broom. That makes the most sense. Because then it's more of a game. Yes, thank you. Then it's a little, like, field hockey. Uh, the entomologist also acknowledged that pest exterminators would work. And that he owned a broom company. Quote, The handle of the broom is long enough for practical purposes, and the broom is straw, which is sufficiently strong enough to enable the crushing of a spider. And it seems like a shovel. Let's say shovel. A shovel would be shovel seems like it's maybe an upgrade from broom. The entomologist also stated using an exterminator could be costly, so gasoline was a decent substitute. Okay, so now we're getting into a strange area of recommendations. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, now that he's, say- he's saying to ignite them? Well, no, I think just... Throw gas on throw them? Throw gasoline around the house. Or if the broom doesn't work, throw gas on them. The shed or whatever. Yeah. Just, set your, just put gasoline all over your garage. Yep. Quote, gasoline will kill them as readily as a proprietary insecticide carrying a fancy name. Gasoline is particularly effective. Yeah, I don't, you know, go with the name you can trust. Gas. Gasoline. <laughs> okay, so that guy's a terrible entomologist. Why? He's trying to save people money, but yeah. he's used his gasoline. I mean, imagine when you're like, and he got through the broom. <laughs> Get the gas. That didn't work either. The house is on fire. It's like a horror movie. Just ign- The broom's on fire. Igniting- the spider bit me. The spider bit me and the broom's on fire. house on fire the spider bit me. Just the curtains go up. Oh, my God. The house is on fire. Everybody out. Everybody out. We need more brooms. And then, and then the house is burning and they're all standing outside. And, and there's the just one sheriff spider. rolls up. What's yeah. going on, Tommy? Oh, you know what? There was a spider in there. You've done the right thing. And then you see the spider go like, <laughs> run away. It's still there. Headline, front page of the Gallup Independent of New Mexico. Broom sales skyrocket. Professor identified Gallup spiders as black widows. The, oh, snap. The professor had found two black widows. That was the summary of the entire story. Well, I think it's time for us to drop the nukes. Front page. Yeah. Front page of a newspaper. Mm-hmm. A guy found two spiders. Mm-hmm. Of a... Of a of a whole city's newspaper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he found two. Okay. That's big. You find one, that's page six. You find two, that means we have a married couple and they're looking to birth. Oh, that's right. Okay. Y- yeah. That's fair. Think a couple of steps fair. ahead, David. 
What if they were uh, gay spiders? A couple of, a couple I, of I, I, I am on record. I completely support the union of gay spiders. Okay. I've said that for but, uh, all the arachnids. So are you saying we should be as scared of a, a, a gay spider couple as a straight spider couple? Uh, absolutely not. No. I think uh, well, this the, the is... e- equally, equally scary spiders. Equally scary. Yeah. But one can breed and one can't. Well, first, can, the the gays can adopt. The gay spiders can adopt. Your first, your first, they can easily adopt. The first way you qualify, they go egg shopping. Okay. The what? Well, the first way you qualified the story was by saying that because the two spiders could breed, they were more dangerous. So I'm just saying you are now saying that gay spiders they can adopt. Don't don't try to don't try to like you know paint me into a, a corner right now, my man. Okay, I know what I said. I am equally as afraid of gay spiders as straight spiders. And I have always said that. Okay. <laughs> That's still... Go check my car for the bumper okay, sticker. All right, all right. I support the union of all gay arachnids. Okay. Gay arachnids. The News Journal of Wilmington, Delaware, November 17th. <laughs> to be fair, it's Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever it is, if they blew it out of proportion, it's understandable. Because in Delaware, they're like, new loaf of bread eaten. Black widow spiders poisonous to humans. <laughs> That's the headline. They were a little slow than everybody else. <laughs> it's just in. Yeah, we just found out. Holy shit, you know what came across the ticker tape? Why isn't anyone telling Delaware anything? Hey, there's a whole pile of well, it looks like ticker tape news behind this desk. Have we not been reading these? Oh my god, we need to get brooms and gas. Holy shit, they're poisonous to humans. Oh man. There's a couple of gay ones out in New Mexico. Uh, I support the union of them no matter what. Los Angeles I've Times. I've always said that. <laughs> November 22nd, 1933. From a column. Quote, okay. Which will you have? Acute appendicitis or the bite of a black widow spider? Your chances are equal living either way, says Dr. Irving what? Wills, spider expert. Spider expert? Yeah, it doesn't seem to be as big of an expert. Etymologist, at least, is like... I mean, what? Sorry, what's your degree in? I'm a spider expert. Um, I've actually been studying spiders for a while. And appendixes. I have two two things I'm very interested in that I put all my time into, and that's, that's an appendix and a spider. When he's in the lab and he like has his revelation, he's like, my God, you have as much of a chance to have appendicitis. As to be bit by a black widow. You're both equally evil. <laughs> both can be cured with brooms. I'm a spider expert. Why? why uh, yes, I'm single. Why has Dr. Wills just been in his office staring at an appendix and a spider for nine months? Uh, don't open that door. It's something gonna, has to give. It's going to come to me. There's something between like these two. Correlation. Think, Wills, think! Use your training from Spider U! <laughs> this is the moment they were talking about. I went to fly you. <laughs> Quote, As for the choice of a spider bite or an appendectomy, you can give me a nice wall and a firing squad every time what so okay he wants to be murdered he is saying to people who have a now now people with appendix issues are like i need to die yeah well anybody if you've been bitten by a spider or you have uh, appendicitis you zombie you treatment choose to be shot against yes. the wall yep it's fair yep the salt lake city tribune 
July 15th, 1934, quote, the chief symptoms of poisoning by the spider are acute pain, profuse perspiration, dizziness, restlessness, nausea, and vomiting, difficult breathing, abdominal cramps, weakness in the legs, constipation, and unconsciousness. Jeez. Acute pain? Is that when someone's like, ow, that hurts. It hurts really fast. That hurt me. I it's like acute how, pain. I like how constipation is listed in front of unconsciousness. You'd think unconsciousness would be the first one. No. But in this order, a guy's just like, I can't shit. Oh, i <laughs> Although the creature dwells in the southern parts of the country, it has left a trail of dread in Indiana. So dread. that's, yeah. But you can, like, there's a lot of dread trackers who... <laughs> They will go across the country and they can sort of see the footprints of dread sure. uh, in many species. Oh, oh, in Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and New Hampshire. So four states have dread. I don't. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like black widows are not up in New. Well, York. they're driving. Oh, fair. They're driving spider cars. Fair. Yeah, fair. just to be clear. I forgot that in the fifties they were. Truckers. Yeah, there's no because if you think about the fucking distance they would have yeah. to cover to get there. It's hard. Years. It, 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 I yeah, I always forget that it, when we in the fifties we were like, you know, we shouldn't let the black, new spider car. We shouldn't let black widows be truckers anymore. The new spider car. Go ahead. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> in one section of Oregon, so many spiders had been reported that a control campaign was initiated. Certainly, every attempt should be made to exterminate this fierce-looking and vicious little insect. In Professor Lewitus's opinion, there is no specific antidote known, but he says sedatives are derivative of opium and bromades, and he recommends hot applications of strong black coffee. I mean, that guy just sounds like a good time. Well, he's, he's the right doctor to have. Opiates and coffee? So what's going on, uh, Jimmy? Uh, I got a spider bite. Yeah, here's, uh, I got some oxys. And, uh, are you okay? What? Uh, what was the problem again? You had a knee thing? I, we some, were going to have lunch. Here's some oxys. I don't need those. And, uh, you said to come by for lunch. Uh, excuse me. Uh, you need oxys? No, I don't need oxys. We okay. were going to have lunch. All right. Hey! Huh? Huh? Uh, do you have an appointment? Yeah, oh my gosh. You're Can my we... brother, right? No. Okay. You need, some, do you need some coffee? Yes, I, just, I would love I was some... just rubbing some on this guy. What? Yeah, he's got a thing. My gosh. <laughs> How many are there? <laughs> you're stacking them. Yeah. I'm a doctor. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm a spider expert. But contrary to the fear campaign, there was no mass attack by Black Widow spiders. Hundreds did not perish at the hands of the eight-legged monster. The Black Widow spider scare slowly petered out. In truth, people rarely die from spider bites, so it was hard to keep the fear fest going. There are only an estimated 200 deaths from spiders per year in the world. That's a good amount. I guess, but in the world... I mean, In the world, it's not, but I mean, that is pretty... Billions. I agree. Few of those happened in the U.S. For instance, there were no deaths from spider bites in America in 2007, 2008. Just one person died from a spider bite in 2006. But spiders still rank as the third feared animal when Americans are pulled behind snakes and rats. What? the Snakes and rat, rats? Rats come first. 
Have you, That's scary. Have you never been attacked by a rat when you're sitting on a toilet? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Never. It happens all the time. Never. Yeah. You should go to America. Oh, I'd love to go there. It's. I've heard your podcast. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I would think sharks would be above... Yeah, I think a lot of things would. Rats? I'm, I'd be more afraid Alligators? Of, I'd be more afraid of dog. Dog bites? Yeah. Like, I'm not wild a, boars? Wild, there are wild boars? I mean, those are... Remember the wild boar <laughs> epidemic of the 40s? Yeah, that was terrifying. The boars are coming! Terrifying. Without people dying from spider bites, it's hard to keep people scared of spiders. Soon, they would shift back to being afraid of another type of bug. When Europeans began to explore the U.S., they brought with them their beekeepers and bees, which they knew were needed for crops. But it, oh, no. But in 1622, the European honeybee was well established at taking over America. The European honeybee is by far the most dominant bee in the U.S. today. Okay. There is also an African honeybee that was originally domesticated in South Africa. It was more productive than European honeybees, getting up to work an hour earlier. What? Yep. The African honeybee gets a, an hour before the European honeybee. That's amazing. Yeah. Even the bees are like, we have it shittier. The hell's with this country? Uh, they're more resistant to diseases and make more and better honey. So, the country of Brazil in 1956 was like, I want some of them bees. Them's, them are the bees. What is happening want. right now? They commissioned an English professor, Warwick Kerr, to introduce the bees to South America. The plan was to make a bee that made more honey and was better adapted to tropical conditions. A super bee? Super bee. Oh, my God. He brought 132 African queen bees to Brazil. But due to a visiting scientist's error, some were accidentally released into the wild. (laughs) So lot that happens. The guy just like <laughs> the guy just like opened. You the had one job. The guy just like opened the the fucking ca- the bee cage. Oh no! Nine got out. <laughs> oh, you trying to leave the door open? Uh, okay. Hey, let's oh. just be cool and quiet about this. Oh, uh, you know what? This is my first time sciencing, <sighs> and uh, I should yeah, I should close. Bees can fly. I should close doors. You know, they don't let me go to the CDC anymore. Good news, bad news. Uh-huh. Um, what do you want first? Well. Uh, Bad? Okay. Why don't we go with good? Okay. A lot of the bees are here. Oh, great. And the bad. A good amount of them are not. What kind of science do you practice? What's your field? Why are you shaking your head? I'm a bee expert. What does that mean? I don't know anything about bees. Okay. So how are you a bee expert? Can I have my check? (laughs) Please. (laughs) Uh, So the bees, uh, the Africanized bees, were quite good at taking over other bees' hives. More aggressive. (laughs) That's so great. More aggressive. Hey, um, me and some of the fellas really like the hive you built over here. Uh, I like your place. You mind if my my queen comes in for a minute? We was thinking maybe we do all switcheroo for a little while. Is this your queen? Ah, Get out of here. Hey, you just fell down some stairs in the hive. What happened to your queen? Hey. Hey, this is our queen. She'll take a place. You good? So we was thinking, uh, get out. Get the fuck out of here. Thank you. The bees are here. You're not real bees. Yeah, we're the Jersey bees. I know. Why do these bees come from Jersey? <laughs> I don't know. Because I don't really know. I mean, I'm not sure. Uh, an African bee was sound? Well, I mean, I guess, you South know. South African's like, a little. Uh, oh, yeah. South African is. That's where they're from. Can a lot of diamond. 
Yeah, we got to hard. go get the blood diamond. Oh, yeah. there you go. There oh, you go. I don't think it's like that. <laughs> and really, all I know is the bad Leonardo DiCaprio accent from Blood Diamond. Right, right. We need to go get the blood diamond. There's the blood diamond over there. I feel like I'm sitting with him. <laughs> it also has a little bit of Christopher Walken to it. Oh, that is Chris. That's, that's what I like to call uh, South Walken. <laughs> I was going to tell you about it. The bees. Um, so, some uh, of them then got the, out. Uh, Kerr, the uh, the English uh, right. professor gentleman, uh, got all loudmouthed about the brutality of the Brazilian government's human rights record because that was a dictatorship at that point. Uh huh. So he starts mouthing off about what they'd done to someone that was a friend of his and blah blah blah. Okay. Torture, whatever. Yappity yap yap. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Torture. Blah 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 blah. So blah, he blah. was arrested. And then we're talking. They held him in jail for a while. Uh huh. And then he got out and uh-huh. then started fucking blabbing again. What's his problem? So they arrested him again. And after that, the government decided to discredit him. Okay. So they pushed the narrative that he was sort of a bee Frankenstein and that he had carelessly allowed these crazy bees to escape. He was a bee Frankenstein yes. in that he sort of... He, he, he made... He, he made these... The he was an evil, mad scientist. So the, so the bees fucked or whatever bees do sure and then he let them go like uh so i think they suck it's stingers. very exactly like frankenstein the story right. yeah exactly bees yep um and then they weren't dead it's either. a hive a hive well done <laughs> uh so newspaper stories stories followed that kerr had been importing crazy vicious african bees which were called killer bees these bees, it was said, could attack humans on command. You know what's amazing is that I'm probably about to learn how killer bees aren't real, and I've totally thought it was a thing forever. No, no, you'll see. There's a whole... Okay. It's a little more nuanced than that. Okay. Uh, but this is how the name came about, and it stuck. These bees, it was said, could attack humans on command. Kerr was I, I'm the sorry. Man. I'm sorry. We can't. Yep, go good. by that too quickly. Uh, it's uh, okay, so it's like this. Uh, I'll, bees attack, and then they go. Here, boy. Here, boy. Here, boy. Go here. Go, smell that go. bandana. Hey, hey. Go find this guy. Go find this guy, girl. Go, 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 go guys. Yeah, that that's how. Or maybe talking. Yeah, and you're like bee talk. Yeah. <laughs> and then off they. And they're like, oh, and you're like, yes. By the way, when I was researching this, there's a couple of websites about bees that have bee sounds on whenever you go to their website, and it drove me fucking crazy. That is, a, that is such a great call. It's for the people who love the sound. No one. Uh, so so they can attack humans on hand. Uh, Kerr was the man who had created the killer bees. He, he was labeled, which made him suspect as a scientist. So they had done their job discrediting him. But now the myth of the killer bee is born. Right. In truth, the African bees were not any more venomous than a European bee. And they don't attack humans or animals for the hell of it or on command. They're just more defensive. On command is just such an insane thing to suggest. Or awesome. (laughs) I mean, look, I'm all down. I'm down for domesticating bees. They learned to swarm as a way to protect their hives from predators in Africa. The common German bee is more aggressive, but as we know from American history, nothing is more tainted than when it comes to giving giving something the label African. Mm-hmm. In Latin America, they actually call them brave bees, not killer bees. Interesting. Yeah. 
Fun but, spin. But they quickly became known as Africanized bees or killer bees here in the U.S. and in Brazil. Stories began appearing in print about Brazilian dogs, pigs, and chickens being stung to death. It was only a matter of time before the U.S. caught on. In 1972, the U.S. Department of Agriculture issued a warning that a ferocious strain of African honeybees were spreading northward from Brazil. <laughs> the press in the U.S. immediately started what? calling this. Is it like a meteorologist for bees? What? What? Like somebody who's like, I'm, I'm watching them where they're going. It the looks like five-day forecast. Well, the, I'm a meteorologist. The, the U.S. Well, that's their job. The U.S. Department of, of Agriculture is supposed to tell you when there's agriculture things going on. Right. And bees coming, which would fuck with your hives, are a legitimate How can thing. you tell the bees are coming? They're a... They're, uh, well, that's the they problem. They tweet is, it? They look the same. It's a, um, They can. I don't know. Bee experts can. Maybe... When they cross, so we are talking about meteorologists. Maybe when they hit, when they get to an area, they flip a lever, so you know okay. that they've gotten that far. Okay, I get that. That's what I think. I happens. get that. Yeah, I get that. Or, the lever theorem, or they set off a horn. Oh, okay, or they're just horning. I swear to God, I thought that was a real horn. <laughs> if you saw my face, I did. I was like, what? And it was very shocked. You're like Michael Winslow. <laughs> You're the human sound machine. So uh, so they put this out. Then, then the U.S. press immediately started calling them killer bees. But the warning was only about how domestic honeybees in the U.S. would be attacked and taken over by the African bees, not that they would kill people. Okay. <laughs> Good. It, it was said the bees are moving north at a rather slow rate of 200 miles a year. <laughs> Might be a minute. Soon the, the pre- black widows are like, they're beating us. Here they come. We got to get to Delaware, boys. Soon the press turned it. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, God. Is everything okay? You just got to wait till the dog starts barking. Okay. Soon the press. Oh, your, your thingy's off. Oh. <laughs> Soon the press turned it into hysteria. Later that summer, the Associated Press put out a story about the impending killer bee nightmare. Okay. It said that swarms of ferocious honeybees that were known to kill people and animals were headed toward the U.S. at a terrifying rate of 200 miles per year. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's the same news. Uh-huh. Just, Just a nice spin little spin on, on it. it. Right. There was no way to stop them, according to the news. It would take four to six years before they crossed our border. <laughs> Let's build a wall! <laughs> A huge wall. A giant wall. A giant wall that the bees can't even get over. I'm going to build a wall beehive. That's right. Their aggressive nature was highlighted. That's, that's the best thing you should say to the bees when they're doing that. Oh, beehive. <laughs> oh, boy. Their, their aggressive nature was highlighted. Quote, hundreds of bees become airborne and pursue and sting any animals or people within 100 meters of the apiary. That's like a... The hive... Set of hives, right. kind of. Uh, according to the American uh, uh, press, media, both animals and people were being killed in Brazil by these horrific and deadly swarms. Mm-hmm. The first articles were based on a report put out by the National Research Council and the National Academy of Sciences okay. after a group of scientists traveled from America to the Africanized bee area in northern Brazil. So they're going down there to check out this fucking uh-huh. bee situation. Right. 
<clears throat> the scientists label the bees objectionable and dangerous. Okay. They're very objectionable. And dangerous. What do you have to say about the bees? I object to these bees. And they're dangerous. They stated it was essential to do whatever could be done to keep the bees out of North America. It was emphasized that the killer bees would become angrier than the bees now living in the U.S. Yeah, they, they'll they get angry. Well, all that travel. They're mad. I mean, you're, just, you're kind of just irritable, really. Yeah, when you're traveling a lot. You're yeah, it's a long stuff. travel day. In December of 1972, the Medill News Service put out a story with a large headline reading, Killer Bees Are Coming! <laughs> A smaller, not centrally placed subheadline read, May Damage Crops. Ah, amazing. Opening sentence of the article. Killer bees. Killer bees. I are mean, coming. if this was written by like a corn paper, <laughs> like a paper that was for corn, then I, I think that would be okay. A paper that is for corn, like corn is supposed to read it? Yeah, like, like it's, yeah, like the corn, like the corn journal. Like corn, corn monthly. Yeah. And then. Now, but corn's not reading it. People make corn, or is corn it's called, in your world is corn like the San the Francisco Cornicle. Good night. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, did you hear about this? Bees are coming yeah. to eat us. I can't believe we're continuing <laughs> with this story because that was the perfect ending. Uh, so the opening sentence of the article, killer bees are coming and nobody knows how to stop them yet. Except for experts. The article then <laughs> like quickly, fine print. right? Yeah, yeah. Except for people that know what they're doing. <laughs> the article then quickly shifted in tone and said that the African bees could have been, uh, could have had serious consequences for American agriculture, explaining which crops could be in danger and the high cost of their arrival. Okay. So they just, they, they literally just put killer bees in the headline and then killer bees in the first sentence. Well, you got to move on. units. What? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta move the units, baby. After a reasonable explanation of the killer bee uh, for a few paragraphs, the article really got into the hysteria. Quote, An angry swarm of American honeybees will sting perhaps ten times a minute. <laughs> That's okay. That's almost normal bees if you make normal bees angry. Wait. Like if, you, if you fuck with a hive of just regular old bees. Oh, my God. Ten times. Yeah, you could sting ten, ten times? times? You'd be lucky. You'd be like, thank God. Yeah. Woo. Uh, someone who irritates a swarm may be in for 200 to 300 stings a minute. Okay, but who who is this idiot? <clears throat> who's fucking with the hive? Yeah, who's going hive hitting? Uh, have you ever heard of Hive Punchers magazine? Oh, that's a good one. Those guys, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, it, it then stated that 300 to 400 human deaths were occurring in Brazil a year from killer bees. Well, I mean, if those numbers hold up, um, <laughs> I think they have every right to say what they're saying. Uh, this, of course, failed to mention that many people who died from bee stings died due to allergies. Right. In the U.S. at that time, 100 people a year were dying from normal bees due to allergies. Sorry. Killer bees. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. They killed them, didn't they? Fair. Okay. Uh, and most of those people had underlying health issues and were elderly. I still think it's the killer bees. Horses were said to be very vulnerable to the African bee. And commercial beekeeping was going to turn into a high-risk profession as many beekeepers would be killed by their own hives. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> to it. Mutiny. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Scientists were recommending what was being called a genetic barrier. Sure. 
which would be an area 20 to 30 miles wide stretching across across Central America from ocean to ocean that would be would be flooded with a breed of bee superior to the African bee. Wait, they're so they put an area like a it's a basically a genetic barrier. So when the Africanized bees fly in, those bees are better and probably more aggressive and they fuck the they fuck they, Sorry. they start banging the the sweet uh their solution ass. to the killer bee problem I'm, is I'm in, to I'm add worse middle, bees. I'm in the middle of a scientific discussion. So they 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 fuck the uh, African killer queen. I, I think when fuck is being more, thrown around your nose. These, these bees are are more sedate and not as vicious, but they're into fucking lady uh, African bees. Is that really the idea? The idea is that they found a hornier bee that's just going to bang the other bees and take their mind the, off of their the, mission I, of killing us. The idea is that there that this bee it, it will take over the African bees hive, but not be. As dangerous to human and animals. <laughs> okay, so I, it's just it's strange to be like we're scared of these bees. Let's get worse bees. But they're not worse bees. They're, they're just saying that they're just they're kind of hippie bees. Well, they'll they'll take over. Hey the man, what's bees. the rush? Right. So they'll kind of so, talk so them out of it. So a guy comes in punching, and then everyone. Hey, hugs, whoa, and then whoa, bro, bro. Hey, come on, how about hugs? And then everyone bro, hugs him. Bro, hugs bro, him. why all the flying, it's bro? Exactly like that. Chill out for a minute. What's with your swarm? Lay on dude? some of this comb, bro. Check this out. Here, take a hit. Dude, take a rip of take this, man. Hit, this is fucking delicious hey, shit. Hold look it out in. There. What's that? That's a beach, man. Check yeah, out the fucking chill beach. Chill out, man. You guys gotta let's relax, just, let's just dude. Just sit here, dude. Think about it for a minute, man. Just relax. I fucking dude. hear. I I've been hearing you've been killing pigs and shit. How about this? When was the last time you took a vacation, bro? Right. Come here, the commune. That's what we're talking. We're all banging each other's queens. All banging each other's queens. It's a real weird vibe, it's man. It's a super weird vibe, hey, man. Hey, take another hit of this, man. Keep hitting this, dude. Just fucking take some of that. That's uh, our leader. His name is Dave. Man. Dave's our leader. Uh, We've been following him for a couple of years. He's now. awesome, dude. He's been stocking up on Kool Aid, man. Gonna love it, man. I don't know what that's all about, but it's gonna be cool. Now Whatever. we're talking about making a slip and slide later, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Man, summertime all the time. Oh, God, I feel weird. I think I took too much acid. Yep, that might have been it, because I just realized I'm not a bee. I'm a person. Yeah, we're people. What I'm, a- a- well, I'm talking to a bee. Yeah, I- I'm also... I'm going to go peel myself. <sighs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and done. Uh, so the idea is that this genetic barrier will halt the advance of the bees. Sure. Okay. Uh, the big problem with this idea is that no type of bee existed. Okay. So. <laughs> the problem is they're dreaming? I mean, that's kind of it. Yeah. Okay. We've got a solution. Uh, except the key component doesn't exist. Well, it's kind of like what people are saying about global warming when they're like, we'll just take the carbon out of the air. Right. I'm excited for that part. Yeah. Could we do that soon? Uh, yeah. No, we'll do that in about 500 years. No, we'll wait. Wait Technology on that. is available. Well, they did it in Iceland, but uh, on a grander scale, it's not happening. Oh, that'll be fine. But that's whatever. Ah, the solution is we'll just put some stuff up there. Dude, we got a big sky vacuum. We're going to suck all the bullshit out of the air. What are you fucking worried about? We'll do it 500 bucks. Boom, bam, boom. Uh, one, ty- one scientist said, quote, man's knowledge of bee breeding is where child breeding was a thousand years ago. Uh, 
So good. I, 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 so we're not. I, I read that sentence and it was in an article about killer bees. I have no idea what it, it means. It's anti, right? But I put it in there. I don't know what it means, but it was in the article. What a weird way so to I felt quantify like it, it. Should be included in this. That's like whoever. Why did anyone put that in anything? These are these were the great scientific minds who were working against killer bees. Was that guy like there will be no follow up questions? Look, this is like us watching bees fuck now is like when we used to watch kids fuck. Look, we know about as much as we do about bees as we did about carriages 55 years ago. That's what I'm talking about. So, take care. Um, so, another problem with the killer bee was that it looked just like any other bee living in America. Oh, man. The U.S. Department of Agriculture alerted countries between the bees and the U.S. about the problem, and it urged them to establish bee quarantines to prevent people from importing queen killer bees. Okay, what? (laughs) But they warned, quote, even quarantine will not be foolproof, however, for a queen or a tube of semen could easily be smuggled in. Um. U.S. Department of Agriculture. What is the, okay, let's, let's. Go on. Circle back. Uh They're. People importing queens? Yep. They're concerned. Obviously, obviously now we're talking about terrorism. <laughs> I mean, who, who, who? We've got a watch list. These are... Hey, hey what's up, man? Check this out. Huh? See the semen I got? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you got, a, you got like a queen, like a queen bee or something? Uh, like yeah, that? I do, actually. But what's the plan? Whose semen is that? Go and squirt this in her. Wait, sorry. Real quick, though. Whose semen is that? What? No, it's just a Brazilian uh, semen. Who, dude? Get the semen away from the queen for a second. Whose no, semen no, no, is it? Okay. I'm gonna put it in dude, here. don't, don't, not now. No, no, it's good. Whose semen? Oh, is, I, dude, whose cum is that? Whose semen is that? Got all over her face. What that's are you doing? Gonna, Why are you just coming on the queen? Anything, but I tell you what, that's a good movie. What I, I, I came here to do something else, but I made a good movie. What? Yeah, she's okay. Poor queen. It's all right. She's. She doesn't look used to it. She can't right. breathe. Oh, she looks mad. It's a thick fluid. Okay. The one big plus was that killer bees did not like the cold. So uh, the places affected, where swaths of humans would be killed by bees, was just in the south and southwestern United States. Uh-huh. Other news reports uh, said that, quote, there were many reports of animals and people being killed by bee stings. Apparently, to make matters worse, the killer bees were very easily agitated. Quote, any slight jarring or vibration of the hive can set off a chain reaction that explodes within seconds and causes whole apiaries to go out of control. But you could do this headline for like, if bulls will attack if you get into the cage and shake them. What's your problem? We're talking about killer bees. Yeah, but everything is like, if you go, look, no. if you kick the hive, they're going to be huge dicks. I- I don't know what your problem Stay is. Stay away from the hive. This is where they got their name. They aren't different than regular bees who lose their shit when you attack their hive, but they do swarm and attack as a group. This would also be a huge problem for commercial beekeepers because ground vibrations from farm equipment would lead to horrific death. <laughs> but is, is this the case? No. Okay. Quote, hundreds of bees becoming airborne and pursue and sting any animals or person within 100 meters of the apiary. The story morphed, and now the scientists who had traveled to Brazil to investigate the bees, remember those guys who uh-huh. went down there? 
Mao apparently they had been stung several times themselves despite anticipating the danger and wearing protective gear. Okay. So now that story is that those scientists were attacked through their gear. Yeah, so now they can break through anything. Yeah, they get through locks. We need bee bullets. The bees were also said to follow people over great distances. These bees were like the Michael Myers from the movie Halloween. Well, but have you ever gotten into one of those like predicaments with a bee where it's just kind of won't just yeah, get no, out of your makes shit? Me no, dude, I'm, I'm when just, it like single, it's like ugh. singled out a person. It did, it's when, my favorite yeah. thing to watch and my least favorite thing to go through. No, I went through it the other day. It was like a couple weeks ago. There was one just following me. Like, just, what are you doing? And he's just like, "What's up, dude? What are we doing? What's up, dude? What's up, dude? What's up, dude?" Um, it was not difficult to freak people out. A lot of people are allergic to bees, so this was their nightmare scenarios. And you can't really avoid bees. It's not like Jaws where you don't go in the water. You right. can't not go outside. No, what you do is you just go in the water. So people, <laughs> so people are obviously getting very scared. Right. Attacking the bees from the sky with a plane using poison was being considered. Oh, good. Spray, but spraying anti-bee uh, spray could stop an attack, but the problem was... It would be hard to do over a populated area when the bees yeah. are attacking. So you'd be spraying the bees with poison and you'd be getting the people with You'd poison. be poisoning people. Right. Our solution is to poison the people. Well, we'll just kill the people getting stung. Think about it. You know what? There's got to be some death here. Think about Someone's it. Someone's got to go. They'll be the weakest of the herd. People who raise bees in their backyard as a hobby were certain to have to give up their pastime, it was believed. Quote, they rarely have problems with the gentle bees they keep now, but the African bees... Take over their hives. They might get worked up every time a neighbor came near. It would be an impossible situation. And this is all basically without evidence. Yeah, they're just making stuff up. Right, okay. 100%. Okay, great. In 1973, a story in a local paper led off with, quote, a ferocious race of man-killing bees is moving northward through Latin America toward the United States. Who is this meteorologist? Is like, if you watch their patterns... Here they come, the bees! Look, they're signaling! In 1975, the UPI reported that the bees were steadily advancing toward the U.S., and they had already killed 200 people and thousands of animals. Now they were immune to any kind of geographical or weather barrier and were capable of nesting anywhere, and they would attack with several thousand at once. The bees would also try to sting people on their faces and necks, which would cause death by suffocation. They knew where the kill zone was. Neck bees. They knew what they were after, the neck neck and head. Yeah. Get right after it. They know what they're doing. Getting that face. Yeah. A month later, a newspaper took it up a notch, reporting that the bees would, quote, cluster madly on the throats of victims, each bee stinging as often as 60 times a minute. The concentration of venom brings on fast and fatal shock. Is it, now, I know that this isn't connected to reality, but bees can't, you can, bees can't sting multiple times. So no. are they, are, is, is that? No, these are still the one and done bee. Okay. <laughs> but the terror didn't really begin until the killer bee movies and books started coming out oh boy which came in march 1975 oh boy march 11th the abc tuesday night movie was called killer bees oh boy but of course it had a twist an aging matriarch dominates her family and terrorizes a town by her strange power to control killer bees oh so she had esb Saturday Night Live began making fun of the bee hysteria with sketches about killer bees oh, in which John Belushi and other cast members would dress up like bees. Yeah. <laughs> but that movie did nothing. Uh, the movie did nothing compared to the hysteria that began with Jack Leffin's novel, The Bees. The book opens. 
what gradually caused... It'd be great if the book opened and bees flew out. Oh, God. <laughs> so great. What gradually caused docile domestic insects, whose normal function was to gather honey and pollinate crops, to become cantankerous assassins, prone to strike without warning, kill people and animals, spread terror throughout an entire continent? I mean... Right, now you're scared. Uh, that was followed by the book, The Swarm, by Anthony Herzog, which oh, actually led to it being developed into a major motion picture in Obviously. 1978, starring Michael Caine. I was going to ask, is it a movie starring Michael Caine? <laughs> in The Swarm, killer bees attack Texas. The bees crash helicopters. Crap. <laughs> what? Yeah. Sting the blades! Uh, they trap families in their homes, and eventually an entire town, and they kill hundreds. The swarm then makes its way to Houston. You know, it's the old, the swarm is coming, we've yeah. got to warn the people in Houston. Yeah. An arrogant nuclear power plant manager is sure as plant can withstand an attack from bees. I love, I love that character already. Yeah. What, are you kidding me? They can't get inside here, we're fine. You got... We got all kinds of security and safety measures. Bees cannot it's take down this plant. How many times that is? You did the same thing with flies, Marty. You came in here the other day and you said, "What is that? What is that buzzing? What is? Holy God! There's bees in here! Sting his face! Sting his neck! Sting his face!" <laughs> of course, he was wrong. The bees killed everyone in the plant, which was destroyed, and then destroyed a town. Well, what he forgot is that bees love plants. Thank you. So. Then, due to some quick thinking, the bees were lured out into the ocean by two helicopters. Here, bees! Where the bees were set on fire. Oh, of course. Day Take saved. them to the ocean to light them. Yeah, day saved. Sure. But for how long, Gareth? That's the question. I wondered for myself, too. how long? I don't know. It was a horrible box office bomb. Michael Caine still says it's the worst movie he ever made. Still, people <laughs> remain vigilant about the coming of the bees. But then they took so fucking long to get here. Next, the movie The Bees came out. In this one, killer bees attacked all of the United States. Good. The people fought back by bombing the bees. Right. Uh-huh. The bees took out bombers. Sure. Yep. Helicopters. Of course. And fighter jets. Thank you. Scientists tried to stop them, but instead... End up making a super intelligent killer bee. You know, I mean, it's a fine line between stopping them and making them impossible to defeat. Finally, the bees reached out and communicated a warning. Okay. That unless a man stops abusing their environment, they would eliminate man completely. So, there was a cute message. The bees end up running the planet in the end. Uh, mankind rejected the bee treaty? Do you want me to say it again? Uh, the bees end up running the planet. In what way? They're smart bees now. What they, way? I saw the end of it, and, and the bees were like talking to the United Nations. And what? Like, not, not an actual bee. They're talking through a guy. The guys like the bees say that they're in charge now, and we have to do what they say. And everyone's like, "Fuck! All right, we'll you, do it." You promise you speak bee? <laughs> Is there that scene? It all turns out to just be one guy who's crazy. Yeah. I talk for the bees! Yeah. <laughs> so I just got back from lunch with the bees. I mean, we should probably have a screening of that movie. Absolutely. The bees. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll try to set up a screening here. In all right. Hawaii. That'd be great. 
That's a great idea. But the bees were not coming in the 70s, and people became scared of other things like AIDS and nuclear war. Uh huh. Years went by. Finally, years later, when the killer bees really did come, people were over it, and their coming was very subtle. Right. It was mostly just noticed by beekeepers and entomologists. Right. In 1988, the U.S. and Mexico split the cost on a $6 billion effort to trap and kill killer bees. But they could not stop the bees. They finally crossed the border and colonized Texas in 1990. In May of 1991, Jesus Diaz became the first person to be attacked by killer bees in the U.S. while mowing a lawn in the border city of Brownsville. Okay. Texas. That's Texas, by the way. Diaz suffered 18 bee stings and was treated at a local hospital. Okay. <laughs> so he's lucky he's alive. Of course, now the media called them Africanized bees because at the time... African bees tried to kill Jesus! <laughs> at the time, uh, people were terrified of black people in America. Right. George Bush uh, the first had just won an election with his Willie Horton ads, which showed a black Ugh. man, uh, explained how a black man had gotten out on day parole, been let out by Dukakis, and yeah. then he had you know, committed Commit a terrible another, crime. Yeah. Uh, the ads helped to swing the election. Uh, trying to pass welfare reform and crime bills of the 90s, our politicians stated it was, quote, time to bring them to heel, portraying blacks as super predators. It was all going on at the time. Perfect. So an Africanized bee was the perfect insect for the perfect time period. That is crazy. I almost, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, the idea that they're like, well, I just don't like the black bees. Well, so this is when, you know, this is the crack scare. Uh-huh. This is when everyone's like, the, the black people are going crazy with their crack and they're committing cl- crimes and they're right. murdering everyone. Right. So, of course, the bees are Africans. Right. Yep. Africanized bees. Perfect. This set off another wave of hysteria, books, and shitty movies. Strangely, life... Hip-hop went... bees. But... <laughs> Look at them bees with their pants down to their... Uh, Boom boxes. They, they actually... No, I apologize. They don't have pants. Oh, look. They're breakdancing now. Strangely, life went on as usual. We were not spending our daily lives fighting off bees, as we had told we would be. Well, I'm shocked. But they would occasionally kill. On July 5th, 1993, 82-year-old Lino Lopez was the first person to die in the U.S. from an Af- Africanized honey bee stings. He was stung more than 40 times while trying to remove a colony from a wall in an abandoned building on his ranch near Harlington, Texas. The, the question is, was he in, like, safety stuff? Or was like, he... Listen, to, he was trying to remove a fucking colony from... What... Yeah. An 82-year-old guy is like, I'll take these goddamn bees out. Yeah. And then they fucking kill them. That's what we call natural selection. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to take this beehive out of my wall. Ow! I'm not going to pay someone to do this. Ow! Oh, my God, you're on my face. <laughs> but no, look. Our hearts was, go out to the he family. Only was, he only was stung 40 times. Most could survive that. But he was old. He probably had yeah. some underlying health conditions. It went on, like for, uh, went on like that for a while, occasional bee attacks. But the killer bee attacks did become more frequent in 2011. A six-year-old, 62-year-old man died in Texas after being attacked by 40,000 bees. Whoa. Two public park employees in Tampa managed to survive an attack of 100,000 bees. I think the bees hate rednecks. Yep. They described the sky as going black. Oh, my God. In 2014, 800,000 bees killed a 32-year-old gardener in Arizona. Wow. That's a lot of bees. I mean, that really is. 
Around 40 people a year are killed in bee attacks in the U.S. each year, but killer bees have only killed around 10 people since they arrived <laughs> in the United States. Far from the number we expected in the 70s. Right. When we were seriously... We were all raised to be terrible. Like, we all thought... You thought... Be you knew about bees being we like... We thought doom was coming. Oh, my God. Like, we were literally walking around going, how are we going to survive <laughs> in this world of just constant bee attacks? It was just like you were going to go outside <laughs> and, and walk down your driveway and bees... Yeah, that's what we thought was going to happen. Oh, my God. It turns out it's very rare to be killed by a killer bee. While not destroying our way of life, Africanized honeybees have now killed over a thousand people in Brazil. They will chase someone a quarter of a mile. They patrol a hundred foot radius around their hive for disturbances. The killer bees are continuing to move north in the U.S. They migrate where there are warm temperatures, which fortunately, oh, that's good news uh, for us, is not an issue for us because there's no warm, no warming thing happening. Wait. Here, Dave. Yeah, in the in America, yeah. No, we're, no, no. We're cooling. No, no. no, no, I, no read my man. I read an article from Time Magazine in 1962. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize you were reading Time. We are cooling. Okay. Today, African uh, uh, bee, Africanized bees live in Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California, Louisiana, Florida, Arkansas, Georgia, Tennessee, and Utah. Those are all states Trump will probably win. I hope so. He's going to win the bee states. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. That is uh, everybody. So now we should be the most scared of them, and yeah. we're not. Well, because it's, like, it's rational it's like to said. not be. It's like you said. You, I mean, number one, it's, it's like getting struck by lightning. Yeah, but also like you know, the guy was digging in his fucking walls because there were bees yeah. in there. Now the gardener, okay, he didn't know there were bees around. But still, you but could still, argue that that is like any bee. Yeah, because I remember when I was a kid, we were playing. Uh, we had a little league game. And there was this big fucking bee, like a, like a classic sort of hanging beehive, uh -huh. right over the the home home run field, you know, the wall. The uh -huh. Oh, wall. that's good. And I look at it, I'm like, holy shit, that is actually really cool. And just then, I look at my teammate, and he he is in throwing motion, and I'm like, no. And he just wings the ball and hits the beehive. Oh my god! And then it's just everyone. And then it's just fucking everyone running for their life because the bees are going crazy. That's a good teammate. And all the bees are trying to sting you. And then they had to call off the games for like three or four hours or whatever because the bees were fucking trying to sting everybody. You had a bee delay because they're bees. Yeah, that's what bees. You just don't do. leave their hives alone. These ones swarm and actually all go at you at once, so it's a different thing. Right. But still, it's you're going to get fucked if you attack any beehive. Yeah. Yeah. Just leave them alone. That's this. That's what this podcast is about. It's like I said earlier. Oh, beehive. We've been we've been about the message we've been trying to put across with this podcast is leave the bees alone. Yep, the bees are since, our since beginning of since we started this two years ago. It's all about bee etiquette. Yeah, and it's good that we can finally get into that. Thank you. And explain that we're both actors we're and both our names actors. aren't Dave and Gareth. Right. Anyway. We, I am Randy uh, Sklar, and this is Jason Sklar. Thank you. This has and, been Sklarboro uh, Country. Uh, feel free to uh, bring a car, and we'll sign it. Yep. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, 
Dublin, September 17th. And September 19th, Manchester. Birmingham, September 20th. Bristol, September 22nd. And Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it let's see you there hey there people listening to the dollop uh this is gareth yes the same guy i listen i have a new podcast called we're here to help that i'm doing with my friend jake johnson it's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't but we try to help people with problems that are important to them you can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts and it is out right now so go listen to we're here to help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. 